So JK's forehead got cut off back there. Can't have that, man. He's a wonderful forehead. He's playing, he's playing Santa this year in a movie with The Rock. <laughs> so I'm working out. He, he stayed boy. jacked, man. Boy, that dude. He's. Yo, how old is J.K. Simmons? Is? I, I'm not sure. We can we find, find out, out right now. We would use this thing We're called to get a Google. Buff Santa, dude. He is 68 years old. He is the buff. He was he buff is. in flipping. Um, what is that dance? The uh, the the music movie we saw. Oh, Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah. He was he was jacked in that man. Yeah. He was a music guy. Yeah. And then obviously you know he got all swole to play Jim Gordon. Yeah, yeah. For like three scenes. That was enough, man. That was a lot. That's his lifestyle now. It's just swole. He got st- now he's hanging out with the Rock. Got to stay big, man. I mean, better <laughs> get a he jacked. Awesome. He better get a jacked Santa. <laughs> Uh, super excited about that. Yes, Santa does not come down the chimney all squeezing in there. No, he is just ripping down the front door. Keep that do very we, simple. Do we have a name for that movie? Red One. Red One. Okay, here we go. Jeez, dude, he's crazy looking. Yeah. And he's got a big, he's got the big beard. And he's just shredded, dude. I'm telling you, man. He is shredded. JK. He's a beast. <laughs> so is the, the Rock like training him or something? I have absolutely no clue, man. But I'm really afraid for Tom Holland in the next Spider-Man movie because instead of J. Jonah Jameson like yelling at him, yeah. he's just gonna punch him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's this what's gonna happen? He's gonna punch him. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. He, he looks. He looks fantastic, man. That's awesome. I'm happy that this guy is. Still doing it at a very high level, man. That was mm-hmm. probably the best buy ever. That picture. <laughs> uh, so, anybody who hasn't seen the the YouTube, there's a portrait of J.K. Simmons over my shoulder here. Yeah. Uh, Just inspiration, stoic inspiration to us all. Inspiration to everybody. He's yeah. one of the greatest actors. Of everybody's generation. Yeah. Because he's 70, so he's not really in our generation, but we still I mean, love him. He's been in everything we've seen. He's been in everything we've, we've seen. Man. We did like a half a season with him in every movie. <laughs> we did. It was so we good. We loved him it was so much. Good. <laughs> that was yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, that was, that was awesome, bro. How's your week going? All right. Whole, whole Monday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just normal stuff, man. Normal work day. Nothing to, to brag about today. Yeah. Yeah. Except this is our Oscars, man. This is. Yeah. This is like our Golden Globes right here. This is our I'm Emmys a, right here, man. I feel a little underdressed today. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did not get the memo, the office memo that it was tie day. You didn't get that in Slack? I didn't. <laughs> you didn't get that Slack message? No, I, I didn't. I told our intern to send no. it. Oh, yeah. He did not do that. Damn it, Kyle. All right. Yeah. Well, I got to fire Kyle now. So, yeah. I'm a. Uh, I appreciate appreciate the jacket, but you look fly though. Is that is that a blazer or is that just a coat? That, what, what so is it, it is a thing? suit jacket. Suit jacket. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. part of a suit, but I decided to just wear the top and to wear different bottoms. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't. I don't know if you have bottoms on or not right now. I mean, I could just be so. out here in some, <laughs> some Hanes, you know, some some fruit of the loom, business up top, uh, <laughs> party at the bottom. <laughs> always, always a party at the bottom. So, uh, yeah. Pretty awesome. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into this pod. This is going to be a pretty long pod. 
Oh, boy. It's not going to be long, guys. We're just messing yeah, with you. Yeah, but yeah. it's really exciting, guys. <laughs> this is our year in review. Um, Any words before we hop in, brother? Uh, no. I think we'll, 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 we'll get through everything as we go through this pod. Let's just get it. Yeah. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Bielabos. Team, on this week's episode, we're discussing 2022's year in review for all things cinema. All right, brother. So let's go ahead and do this, man. Uh, let me tell the people of the pod world, in the YouTube world, and anything else they're listening on. Okay. How this is going to work out. All right. So most people just do their top 10 favorite movies of the year. Mm-hmm. A lot of podcasters, a lot of YouTubers. Uh, we're going to do it a little different, man. We're going to tackle um, our five least favorite, worst movies of 2022. Right. That's how we're going to start. Uh, I mean, you were going to alternate one by one. Uh-oh. Doesn't need to be in any particular order. These are just the <laughs> movies that we disliked. 2022, man. Yeah, just just wasn't wasn't up there in our in yeah. our favorite category by any means whatsoever. Yes, sir. Let's start out with uh, one one of yours, man. All right, I'm gonna have to go with kind of a. I won't say it's a worst worst movie, but it's one of my least favorites of the year. Did you see The Bubble? Did you ever watch The Bubble? I did not. Uh, it was basically a movie about a movie that was going on during I the... I did watch that movie. During the, the COVID protocols. Yes. Yeah. That was not a it was not a very good watch. It was hyped up to be a really good yeah. Netflix watch. Yeah, that's what I watched. Not. I thought it was going to be pretty fantastic, but it was... It was a big letdown. For it was me. really weird, super weird. And then, like, when like the fingers got shot off or whatever, it was like, <laughs> what? What are we watching it, now? It, <laughs> yeah, it was. I thought it was just gonna be a goofy, funny movie. John you Apatow, know? classic. Let's type make some. Let's make fun of kind of what's going on and the make light of the situation, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it did not do that very well for me. So yeah, that that's one of mine. Uh, what about you, um, Jackass Forever? I, I feel like I watched it, but they all kind of run together at this point. And life. that's literally my note, man. I've never liked any of these movies, but yeah, because it was like the end of the Knoxville and the OGs era, mm-hmm. right? You know, I figured I would check it out and see, like, all right, maybe there's gonna be like some big yeah. magnum opus type thing. No, it's just the same dumbass things that they've been doing forever. Now, I was a, a fan of the TV show, but I think once they got into the movie, uh, the the movie phase of it, they were just allowed to do whatever. Exactly. And it just it just went too far for me a lot of times on the movie sets. Yeah, yeah. it was just a lot of, I just don't like that type of humor, man. Yeah. And, for some reason, somebody was in my head was just like, "Dude, this is gonna be the good one. Give it a watch." And I and like I watched it on the couch. So it was on like Paramount Plus yeah. or something. So and I was like, <laughs> "Nope, not not good." <laughs> I I back you up on that one. Man. What's up next for you, brother? Uh, 
Hocus Pocus 2. Come on. Yeah. Hocus Pocus 2 uh, just didn't hit the way way we wanted it to. Um, for me, the, the a lot of that was, I guess, the the being held back from, like, how they did in the original one. Yeah. Where it was just like, okay, we're going to blow these witches up. Yeah. That's it. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. This one was just that. had that real uh, kid glove handles, which is, makes sense, but at the same time, for well, me, it was For the timing, cool. right? Yeah, like, yeah. In the 90s, we can say, like, we can definitely try to destroy these witches and everything. <laughs> yeah. But this one was a little different. Yeah, we need, to, we need, to, we need to change their hearts. Yes. Because um, that's so, important. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then It was just overhyped, I think. Yeah, yeah. And... I think the the after the the aftermath of that was like people still wanted to like it so much, even though I'm pretty sure people a lot of people that said that they loved it really, yeah. they may and they may have had kids, which was a whole different whole different type of viewing of these movies. So. Now, what I would have enjoyed was a full prequel movie because mm. when they were younger sisters. Yeah. I think that opening scene was good. Yeah. But yeah. then once we got to like this time and then they appeared, it was just like, mm, not mm. a fan. Okay. That'd be pretty sweet, yeah. All right. Uh, moving right along here, man. <laughs> I love the director. I hate the movie. Moonfall. That's on mine, too. <laughs> Moonfall, man. I love Roland Emmerich. I mean, he's the guy who brought us Independence Day the day after tomorrow. Uh, even 2012, man. Yeah. But this pile of trash was another level of horrible films, man. Yeah, and it sucks because there was so so much big uh, big structures about it that could have been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but it just fell short. Even with your boy Michael Pena in there. Michael Pena, he held his own. He did his but thing, like, but yeah, it just kind of fell apart. The story was just like, where are we going? Yeah, and... Super inconsistent. Yes. Felt like are, we, the movie. are we a family story? Yeah. Are we a, a science fiction? This has been the moon is a construct that's actually not the moon. Yeah. Are we, uh, is it the moon fighting these other beings? Right. Um, is it a disaster movie? Like, it's so many different things, man. It's just like Green, yeah. you have like seven different things. Let's squeeze it in a little bit and bring it in like Independence Day did. Yeah. And you have a, actually have a great film, man. So, yeah, Moon, Moonfall is just not my cup of tea. Yep, same, same. Talk to me, brother. Oh, uh, well, since we agreed on that one, there's only one left for me. Oh, gosh. That's my five. Oh, gosh. Uh, no, actually, though, there, there is two left. I'm sorry. I, uh, my math was not good. No, nah, it's all we're, good. We're not good with math around here <laughs> sometimes. Um, so one that kind of let me down, I felt like um, – was Halloween Ends. Ooh. I think that one kind of let me down. Not saying it was, a, like I said, I'm talking about my least favorite yeah. out of everything. Uh, I don't know. It, it's been so long, like, getting to this point in the movies. It was almost, like, pointless to end the movies. Like, to, to conclude the story yeah. just felt like, uh, like it just was unnecessary. Like, we know the guy can't die. 
So just just let Halloween kills. I mean, I mean, but let you know, let it let it roll, kind of thing. Like it was like a let's clean this up after all these different movies where this dude just keeps coming back, whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just wasn't the the way that that ended. Just wasn't the entire movie was trash up until when when Michael. And her were fighting at the end. That was fun. That from there on, I was like, okay, I can rock with this. Yeah, movie. like this is a movie that I enjoy now. Yeah, but everything up until that point, everything like before that was like, eh, I can do it out. Yeah. We kind of we, we could have forty five minutes. Yeah, we lost sight of Michael for the first good chunk of the movie. Exactly. Uh, so we care about this kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Michael Myers, love love that, but. The movie itself, I didn't find very uh, appealing for like a second watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, staying on the um, track of horror slasher movies, mm. really upset about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Man, did you watch that on I Netflix? Didn't, I never watched it. Uh, I don't even know what this movie was about, man. It was like <laughs> it was like a horror movie for like Gen Zers. Mm. And why were they in this small Texas town to begin with? I still don't know why. So, so have you? Did you see the old one? The yeah, original one? yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 And all that makes sense. So I hadn't seen the new one, so I'm not quite sure what you mean. Um, it doesn't matter because, like, but it's makes literally sense, yeah. for you know how Hocus Pocus two was for like the kids and not us. Yeah. This Texas Chainsaw Massacre was for the the young like eighteen yeah. nineteen Gen Z or straight out of college. And not us, man. And the fact that they were there and stuck there is just like, come on, man. This is this is ridiculous. And there was really no, rhyme no or reason, reason for it. Yeah, no, yeah. no rhyme or reason. You know, they were trying to gentrify a small Texas town that's like mm. racist and stuff. So all these Gen Zers is trying to. It's just like, really. Yeah, I got you. And you come in with no backup. And, and that so. one's already been remade a couple of times. Couple times. This this was a supposed to be a spiritual sequel to the original, mm. and not worry about any of the other ones. So like the one with Jessica Biel, no. The 3D one, no. It was supposed to be a spiritual sequel, but it just didn't. Fell didn't short. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fell, fell short. Short there. Mm. Yeah, I never. I didn't get to catch that one, man. So you said you had uh, Moonfall on your list. So you have one more left. Yeah, right? one more left. Okay. Before you get to the one more, let me tell you about this one. All right. <laughs> uh and I don't. And I don't think this is your. This is definitely not. This is the one in the bucket. The one, not the one in the bucket, guys. <laughs> okay. We uh, we used the Shady Rays box. Yeah. <laughs> and we said which was our worst movie of 2022. Yeah. We both wrote it down, so we'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> uh, but let me talk about this first. Uh, Morbius, man. Morbius, yeah, so yeah. much potential. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know for me if that fell into this five. But it was on your even crappier list. <laughs> um, well, it didn't fall into these five for me. I oh, mean, I it was you. as a whole for me, that movie was interesting in its own thing. Yeah. But it never really brought a good story. Never really brought a good yeah. story. The only good side of Morbius was just like Matt Smith. And he was fun the entire movie. He said, I'm going to lean into the campiness. I'm going to lean into to the fun yeah, and just do my thing. But, like, I, I don't know, man. Jared Leto just doesn't do it yeah, for he, me. Yeah. 
in anything. So that's one of those ones where it probably could have been so much better with just a little bit more uh, more attention to that character. Here's the thing that Sony does, man, and they did it with Spider Man Three. Mm. They did it with the Amazing Spider Man Two. They do it with any big budget movie. They somebody wants to just take the reins and be like uh, studio execs who have never made movies before in their life, yeah. never watched a comic book. Was like, you need to do this. You don't need to do that. Take that out. Got put that you, in. Yeah. Do that. And this like ruins the movie. Yeah. Do you think that um, Sam Raimi wanted Venom and Spider Man Three? No. Do you, think, do you think he wanted to do a retcon of how Uncle Ben actually died? No, right. the studio wanted that, man, and they ruined everything. So I blame it on the studio, but it was a heaping pile of dog, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely think it had some potential um, if it would have been handled a little differently. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. Uh, no, number one. So, so our number one, this is supposed to be both of our number ones both in the box? Both of our number ones in the box okay. here. All right. JV, I got yours. You got mine. This says CDS. Yeah. This says JV. <laughs> I'm going to give you this, right. the, this one. <laughs> Put the box away. Let's go. open it up. We both know what it says. Yeah. It's Dan Pinocchio. Yeah, it's definitely Pinocchio. It's the Dan Robert Zemeckis. Pinocchio. I didn't spell it right. All you did not spell it right. I but think it's I left a C. Yeah, that's fine. You did. It's all good. It's though. all right. So yeah, yeah. This was the worst movie <laughs> that I watched, man. Yeah, yeah. Super creepy movie. I don't know why. We're not, even talking, about, we're not about even talking about the Guillermo del Toro one. We're talking about the Disney one, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a super creepy, weird. It's, like he's always been that way, man. I don't like the story of Pinocchio. <laughs> Loki's always been creepy. <laughs> He's always been like, like creepy, like just weird, creepy. I don't understand it. What is your infatuation of being a real boy? <laughs> I mean, you're you're wood. You, you, I mean, you're you don't get hurt. You're firewood, you, bro. Just deal with you it. You don't. If you fall, you don't. You know, you don't bleed. <laughs> Might get chipped a little bit, but. Oh, yeah, man. There's, there's wood glue. Yeah. Right? <laughs> wood glue. And I'm sure an arm replacement here and there if you need one. And then we have um, Tom Hanks, who I love, adore, and admire. One of my favorite actors of all time. Just phones it in. Yeah. Just phones it in, man. I think Robert Zemeckis just called him and was like, hey, I have nobody else to play Geppetto. You want to do, do this? Sure. sure. I got I got two months before yeah, I start yeah. filming Otto or something. You know, I can I can do this, whatever. But oh, like, it was boy. just not good at all, man. Quite scary and awkward. I've never <laughs> scary and awkward. I've never liked the story of Pinocchio, and just really mad that like Robert Zemeckis like, you know, didn't help this Dune project, man. Because like, yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, Pinocchio, not a fan. But Robert Zemeckis, he is fantastic. Mm-hmm. He does it. It's just a it's just a story that's just. From the roots of the story, it's yeah. just not. Never, but, never. But when, all the, when all the kids turn into donkeys and I, stuff like, just like, what the? What are we? Why are we watching this? <laughs> Let me get a you know, any other Disney movie, and, and let's let's just 
do something other than Pinocchio. Well, we're getting the Little Mermaid next year. This year, 2023. Uh, it's got to yes. be better than Pinocchio. It's got to be better, man. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so, well, we can agree on that. We can yes. agree on that. Two out of five we agreed on. All right, team. Now that that's out the way, um, you know, and the one thing I'm going to say is Hollywood do better than this year, okay? <laughs> uh, let's do the same thing, but this time for our favorite movies of 2022, oh man. Um, let's start with you, JB. You're number 10. All right. So I'll, I'll start off with saying I have a number one. These other ones, they're in kind of an order, but they're not strict on where they're at. Okay. Um, so my favorite to this year, number 10, I will bring in Thor Love and Thunder. Um, uh, for me, I think it's just a, a love of Thor and that character. Yeah. Um, and I know there's a lot of criticism about this movie, but I always see this movie as like a, a version of, uh, um, your boy Korg, uh, like his story, right? Yeah. Yeah. We I talked about like, that during the I pod, feel yeah. like this is the, him, him telling the story of Thor and just making it kind of ridiculous some of the times. From his point of view. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I, I just like this character and um, this story and the movies that's come up to this. I don't know. I, I, I've watched it quite a few times and I enjoy it. You know, we got, we get like from Ragnarok to his journey from Ragnarok to uh, Love and Thunder, right? Ragnarok's still number one. Ragnarok's definitely still number one. <laughs> but like we get a very like funny goofy thor. Yeah. And then we get a um in the Avengers movies, you know, he's more he's funny. He's actually yeah. really hilarious with Rocket, but he's more like got to get the job done, more yeah. strong or powerful when he finally has like the axe or whatever. He's a badass like, you know, in Wakanda. And then it almost is like, all right, now that he is he got fat. He was a badass <laughs> in in game. Yeah. We get back to now. Love and Thunder is like, huh? You're really goofy again. It, Mind you, like I'm right there with you. Where yeah. I really enjoy that because uh, Taika and Kristen Berg has you know both. They have the funny, but they have yeah. the action. And I don't need anything that's just like doom and gloom. Right? We're still right. we're still reeling off of what happened we, in Endgame. So. We can get there with another movie, of course, of course. But if this, you want this that, was but. A, a, a nice little little exit off of that for a little bit. Yeah. And just kind of like he's kind of trying to find himself again, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Good deal. Definitely enjoyed that one. All right, man. Um, My number 10, in my and our in order, okay. is uh, The Black Phone. Mm. Uh, Scott Derrickson left Doctor Trains 2 and delivered this amazing horror thriller psychological film. Yeah. I don't think I caught that one. I it catch that was one. quite amazing. All right. Scary at times, but, you know, you root for your captives of survival at every turn. And then, like, Ethan Hawke, mm-hmm. so damn scary in this, man. <laughs> like, who the hell knew he can be that scary? Yeah, yeah. I still remember him from training day. Mm. Right? Right. And he was creepy, scary. Weird, man. <laughs> this was a really good movie, man, about surviving, um, you know, this abduction. Yeah. And the kid's performance was just fantastic, bro. Great. That's awesome. What's your number nine? 
Um, I don't know if you ever caught uh, on Netflix Slumberland I did with not. Jason Momoa. I have not yet. Uh, I remember we talked about it a little bit, and for me, this one was just about him, like his character, and just enjoying. Seemed like he was just having the best time of his life doing this movie. Good deal. Um, the supporting cast wasn't a big supporting cast, uh, but everybody else was just as good in their roles and having a fun time. And, you know, because you're in a world of, of dreams. So it's kind of everything's shifting a lot. It's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Uh, but particularly him in this movie and joining his character was, good a, deal. was something good for me. Good deal, brother. What you got? All right. Uh, number nine, we have Avatar, The Way of Water. Oh, nice. I nice. mean, JC is the man. I'm not talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus <laughs> Christ, right now. I got I'm you. talking about the man, Jimmy James Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Uh he does no wrong with movies, man. We were talking about the other day that, like, uh, last week how T2 is a perfect movie. Mm. Avatar, Avatar The Way of Water is so much fun, dude. Yeah. This movie is just pure blockbuster gold. A beautiful, poignant film about protecting one's family. Like, that's the heartbeat of the movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, he did not think after he, you know, was a paraplegic that he would ever have a family. Right. Or any of this. Or any of this. Yeah. And definitely none of the but now that he's yeah. in this, you know, he has a he has a beautiful family, um, and he has to do everything in his power to protect them. Yeah. Right. And just like James Cameron does, you know, he makes those political statements. Um, it's also a tale about protecting the o- ocean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and a a, a alien uh avatar Navi There you go having relations with a whale, man. It was, like, weird, but, you know. Uh, still mm. beautiful at the same exact time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what was next on your list, brother? <laughs> uh, uh, my number eight on my list, uh, I have to go with Doctor Strange. Nice. Uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Scarlet Witch. She was badass villain. Badass dude. in this movie. Scarlet Witch was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Strange was cool. Uh, Wong was awesome. Wong's always awesome. Uh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> uh, and the kind of step into what we have to come, right? Got a lot of things happening and kind of picking up where some other stuff left off. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a good step to get us to where we got coming up next with the next phase. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we got uh, Charlize Theron at the end. We did. Super stoked. Always can bring her in. Anything yeah. It's going to be gold. Uh, this, this, um, you know, it's called the Infinity Saga. Yes. You know the title for this saga's name? The King Dynasty? No, they actually, actually read today that they changed oh, it. Oh, okay. It's not the King Dynasty. Oh, boy. It is the uh, Multiverse Saga. Oh. Yeah. I am even more stoked now. Right? It's got a <laughs> dope name to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good deal, man. Um, all right. So my number eight is going to be Amsterdam. Mm. Uh, I have a feeling our movies are going to be completely different going oh, on. They, they always are. They always are. And that's the beauty of like us doing yeah, yeah. this pod together, man. We yeah. have different like, different tastes, but we still can come together and appreciate yeah. and not appreciate certain movies. Yeah. So... 
Uh, Amsterdam, man. This is a tale in a mystery that is just has an amazing cast, man. Yeah, it was a good. Um, tight script and just an overall fun time with Christian Bale and John David Washington. Beautiful Margot Robbie, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny at times. It's sad at times. It's it's poignant. It's actually really timely. Yeah. Um, because there's a underlying political message about, you know, the times that we're living in now. And David O. Russell, man, he is he came back with Avengers with a great script and yeah. great direction with these casts, man. Um, just a fantastic film. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, I have up my number seven. Uh Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Dude, such a good movie, such, man. <laughs> such a good movie. Uh I have I had a good time with this one, uh obviously, uh nostalgia wise. Yeah. Bringing in a bunch of the characters we used to watch, you know, chill on Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Early up before school, watching some of these tunes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I thought the movie did, uh, as a whole was a good time. Yeah. It didn't really ever sour or really got to a point where it was just like, okay, we're, we know what we're doing here. We got tunes. We're doing all of that. But every turn was a little different, and it, it took you all the way to the end. Uh, and just seeing these guys in action again, man, and that damn Will Arnett, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Will. So uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> What's on your number seven, or is that now to your number six? I'm lost. I am on my number seven. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Um, Babylon. Mm. Hmm. Uh, this movie is about decadence, depravity. Um, over the top, just a time in, um, in Hollywood where anything goes and anything yeah. went, man, all the sex, the drugs, the rock and roll, the fun times were, were there. As long as you're ready when the camera rolls, right? That's all they <laughs> cared you're about. You're there, man. Yeah. But so like I, I walked out of Babylon, right? And I thought about, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, that Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino film he made a couple years ago with, yeah. Brad Pitt oh, and, yeah. and Leo. Fantastic mm-hmm. flick. Both of them, right? And it was Quentin Tarantino's mm-hmm. love of like the 50s and the 60s mm-hmm. uh, Hollywood, right? And this is the love of like that 20s and 30s, that real beginning. Yeah. From talkies to the, you know, uh, sound and everything. I just feel like the story about that and their love was more exhibited and did a better job in uh, Babylon. Mm. I, I loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They just expanded a lot more on that point, right? Yeah. That, they drove that point home was yeah. this is about movies. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. actors. And then, like, you know, Quentin Tarantino, there were some weird, bizarre things that happened in Babylon, mm-hmm. right? Like the whole snake bite thing, venom, <laughs> blood sucking, kissing, all that stuff. Wild. <laughs> But, like, Quentin Tarantino, there's always, like, blood and guts and ass at the end of every one of his movies. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you didn't need that in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but you got that anyway because it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm, Of course. And I think that is what turned me off. Good movie up until that point. Um, But Babylon just kind of keeps it true about um, movies and the importance of them. Yeah. And the influence that the, the... you know, uh, silent films had, and then the talk, how everything kind of mm-hmm. progressed throughout the decades, man. That was really cool to see. And we get way too many movies like that, where it's yeah. like, 
movie's awesome till up to like the last 20, 15 minutes, and then you're just like, all right. Yep. Y'all lost me at the end. Pisses me off. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> not good. Uh, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Don't know what the last hour was about. <laughs> I just knew that. Yeah. I just knew my man was under enemy scrotum. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's <clears> just <throat> a lot going on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number six, bro? Uh, um, all right. My number six, I have Violent Night. Ooh, you, I knew you were going to add Violent this one. Violent Night. I still haven't caught it yet, but talk to me. Um, yeah, like we said, uh, or when we talked about it before, Violent Night, you just get this, you get this Christmas movie, which we love Christmas movies. Love them. Um, you get a sweet story about a little girl and her Christmas. Then you get David Harbour just taking dudes out. Six foot four David Harbour, with yeah. The little, with the very tiny amount of Christmas magic. Not an abundance of Christmas magic. A lot of it's just him. Him and his fists and some other utensils he finds around as he's uh, making his way through this house. Seasons beatings, bro. Seasons beatings. <laughs> so good, so good. Uh, him, uh, John Leguizamo, uh, just so good, man. I, I just enjoyed that. We got a Christmas movie that towed the lines of being messed up. Yeah, but as an adult, I thought it was great. Nice. No, it's nice. not a kid's movie by any means. Don't take any little kids there. I feel sorry for a little girl that was on set. But <laughs> She's probably scarred for life. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, man? All right. So, keeping with that holiday theme there. Oh, sweet. Got spirited. Mm. Um, it doesn't get any better than Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, man. And a modern take on, the, on A Christmas Carol. I not got to watch that yet. Dude, instant holiday classic. All right. Because all right, all right. it's, it's a musical. Yeah, yeah. But it's so good, though. And both these guys can sing fairly both well. Both of these guys can hold their own. Oh, we, we always knew Will Ferrell could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ever since Afternoon Delight, man, we, we always knew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, What's the other one from uh, Tropic? Was it uh, the basketball movie? The se- semi-pro. Oh, Love the- Me Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good film. Yes. <laughs> he just needs to put an album out of all of his I've always talks. said that, man. I've always said that he needs, that would go platinum. That would go platinum in a second, man. Oh, if yeah. CDs were still a thing. Yeah. My platinum. gosh, man. Uh, but Spirit was really cool, man. They it, uh, Ryan Reynolds plays the Scrooge character. Mm-hmm. Um, and Will Ferrell plays one of the ghosts. Oh, my goodness. And he's one of the, the three ghosts. <laughs> And come to find out, he actually is the original Scrooge. Oh, that it's based off of. So it's okay. just a, it's just a great it's a wild o- wild ride. Wild ride. Octavia Spencer is in it. She's fa- fantastic. Yeah. Um, just a great cast, okay. man. Good just deal. Just a great cast, bro. Good deal. Talk to me, man. N- number five for you. Uh, Sonic Two. Let's go. Sonic Two. Uh, the first one was great. I had a yeah. good time with that one, but this one just took us a little bit further. And really concentrated on the characters. In an adventure. We went on yes. an adventure in Ta- this movie. T- Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, uh, even Dr. Robotnik. Uh, we got to see some good story for all of them. Yeah. And lead into a third one very well. Let's go. Uh, so, just a good time. Just a good time. Yeah, man. That was a fantastic flick. Yeah. 
And we will be in the theaters for the third one. Oh, yeah. Definitely, man. Uh, number five for me is going to be Glass Onion. Give me That's fair. another great, fantastic murder mystery from Ryan Johnson. Yeah. With Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Just in that, in his um, swimsuit. Mascot <laughs> looking good. Sign me up for that. <laughs> looking good. I will watch that man Chilling. in that, bro. I want that outfit, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, nah, oh, man. Yeah. This was just a fun, amazing modern Agatha Christie <laughs> type film. Um, and the big surprise and the big reveal is not where you think it's gonna be, man. That was yeah. the most fun part. Yeah. Because then you can just watch it, the rest of it. Because it's like maybe thirty, forty minutes left. Yeah. You can just watch it and be like. Well, I love that 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 particular scene's kind of the 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 practical effects within yeah. that scene is just so terrible. <laughs> the way it plays out uh, for Edward Norton was such a good laugh in my house when oh, I yeah. watched it. I'm so glad, yeah, <laughs> so good, man. <laughs> all right, man. We we on number four, sir. Number four. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Batman. Ooh. Number four. Well, our nice. PAX action. Totally forgot uh, about that movie that it was 2022. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. February, right? So yeah, it was early. A lot of that was just kind of caught off guard. Um, Agreed. By the way this movie ended up ended up uh, coming out. But, you know, a lot of people talk about Robert Pattinson basically because he played Vampire in Twilight. Our Pats, when, baby. When, in fact, he's got some pretty... Solid movies he under his really belt. He really does, man. Solid action movies under his belt. Um, I, the, the portrayal of Batman in this one was, uh, I feel, has been like one of the mo- most realistic so far. It's just some down and out rich guy. Trying to make a difference. He, he, I mean, his car, all his stuff wasn't like crazy outrageous. It was just like literal stuff he could just built there in his little cave. It's legit year two Batman, yeah. and you know he has the money and the intelligence to do and, and all the this anger. stuff. Oh yeah, that's the biggest the anger. thing. He did not like to be called Bruce, man. He wants to be called Batman, <laughs> the Batman. You know what I mean? The ven- yeah. vengeance is what he wanted vengeance, to be called. Yeah. yeah. Um, the rawness of the movie, uh, from scene to scene, the fight scenes, everything was just so raw and so uh, real. Yeah. No, you're uh, right. Realistic more than a lot of the ones we've seen before, especially the one with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Dr. Freeze. But let's get past <laughs> that one. Um, <laughs> Gotham will freeze. My boys had ice skates in their boots already. It's whatever. Man, pull out a bat credit card, yeah. okay, dude? <laughs> but, yeah, for, for this year, that, that one came out. I thought, uh, like I said, it was a surprise and just good. Just good at the end of the day. Awesome. Uh, what man. you got for number four? Uh, number four, I have the menu. Mm. Dude, you I love this you know film, what's interesting? man. What's, what's interesting is I feel like if we went from like one through 20, I bet we'd match all these on that one through 20 list. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the movies you're saying are like, they're great movies. But it's not like the things I concentrate on. Same. They're not hilarious. Same. Like I. So that's what's like fantastic. Thor. Yeah. Did not make my, my list. Sonic did not make. But those yeah. are fantastic films. Yeah. Um, the Batman, great, great film. Yeah. Three hours, but great that's film. Long, you know what I mean? Long, long. But we we saw three movies, like 
three long movies in the last few weeks. So we did, yes. A lot of time, a lot of screen time. <laughs> so the menu, man. Yeah. Um, the dinner menu for this movie, dark, haunting, funny, <laughs> timely. And it takes and dives us into a world we just don't know and understand, man. Like, we're not... Like no clue we, what's going on. We enjoy food. Yeah. But we're not, like, upscale foodies. Yeah. And that's what this whole dinner party <laughs> was. And, you know, farm to fresh table and all these terms yeah. or whatever. Emotions and stuff like that. Um, everything Nicholas Holt was saying about the thing. Who was hilarious in the film, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a really good time. And you're yeah. the whole time, you're just like... What the hell is going on? Yeah, sitting in this theater, basically, like like his restaurant's a theater. Yes, he's throwing, exactly. He's putting on like a play with, with intertwined with his food. Um, I will say, though, this was probably the the most enjoyable movie we saw together. Yes. Because me and you just enjoyed this movie Dude, so much. Yeah, it was so much fun, man. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. When he was making that burger, yes. man. <laughs> Bro, he stacked the cheese? He stacked the cheese. He, he said he, he was crying. A tear fell. I thought he was making two burgers. Oh, my God. And he God. put the patties on top of each oh other. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, it was beautiful, man. <laughs> but, like, you saw the love of food in this movie. Yeah. And then, like, for all the fancy smanchy meals and everything. Mm. But then you also saw the love of a chef from his, going back to his beginning days by just being a fry chef, or, you know, burger mm-hmm. chef, and just making a, a burger. But it was just, like, that's love right there, man. That's detail. Yeah. That Mark Milo presented in this movie, man, the menu was just fantastic, bro. We yeah. need more, like I talked, we need more small budget movies that are more intimate, that is more character driven. Yeah, I can't get maybe too much not, maybe not as <laughs> maybe not as like crazy and, <laughs> and like <laughs> as as wild and dark as it was, yeah. but I, I love films like this, man. So, <laughs> all right, man, let's go to number three for you. Number three, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Um, a good, a good, great tribute to great actor. Fantastic, yeah. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I felt like it was pretty classy the way they handled it, uh, and not not necessarily replacing them, and just a, a good message that good a message of respect from the studio for this guy. Uh, revered yeah yeah uh the movie was fun it was it was another long one mm-hmm. another long movie uh we got introduced to some new new characters uh some great battle scenes uh pretty good message of like you know there's not really a good or bad person in this scenario it's just like people protecting their home and they're going to protect their home you know, means no, nobody, no matter who it is, you're going to yeah. protect your home. And that may make you look like a bad guy, but you got to protect your people. Got to do it, man. Yeah. Number three for you, homie. Bullet Train. Mm. Dude, <laughs> David Lettis yeah. is a great director, man. <laughs> Bullet Train was great. Dude, give this director his flowers, okay? <laughs> like, he's just a guy who knows cinema and knows what we as the audience want to see, man. Yeah, yeah. Right? And does it in a very fun, fast-paced, like, hyper way, man. This movie is proved to, like, you give this man a budget, and all he will give you is movie magic, man. Yeah. And yeah. that's, like, I, I just watched Bullet Train again, like, a couple nights ago, man. It's on Netflix yeah. right now. And just from start to finish, it's just pure gold cinema, man. Yeah, me and Christina have watched it 
few times since the end of two. <laughs> just super fun watch. And like it's just fun. It's just a good time. And like you see Brad Pitt, and like who knew <laughs> Brad Pitt was was like semi funny in the Ocean's movies. But yeah, he's not really like a comic, like funny lines type guy in his movies. Yeah. Right, a lot of his is like dramas and stuff. But like he was funny in the Oceans movies, right? But like uh, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, Mr. And Mrs. Smith that was good. Yeah, but you know, th- those were, those were coming out of like the the situations that was happening. Yeah, yeah. This agreed. he was just funny, man. <laughs> like, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a fantastic, mm. fun like ride, man. Like this is a two hour movie. That's just like a really fun train ride, man. I oh, love yeah. it. Great time. All right, man. We down oh, to number boy. two. Talk oh, to me. Boy. Number two, Top Gun Maverick. Ooh, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick, yes. Uh, we have a gorgeous movie for, you know, the, watching these guys uh, in these jets and doing these maneuvers and all that. Just, just such On a the beach with their scene. shirts off and everything. That's, just that's the best one. I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, Tom Cruise, all these guys, man, just, just put on a hell of a performance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the story playing off of the original uh, seemed to go flawless almost. Well, you know, we all have seen stuff blow up. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Well, I've, seen, I've, seen a, I've seen a Michael Bay movie once yeah. or twice, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, just these guys just performing um, the respect and the training they had for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all the people involved with the movie as well as, as a whole uh, really brought it together for me. And like I said, the nostalgia of what happened. Yeah. What happened with him. I thought it, it, it dropped it into a great time to pick it back up and to have this predecessor of Goose, Goose's son in here as well. So, yeah. What you got for number two? Good deal, man. I I, I want to say this about Top Gun Africa did not make my my top ten list, that's but fair. it is it, the honorable mention. That's fair. Um, that's a perfect movie to me, man. Um, it didn't hit home the way I wanted it to for me, but like that's one that you can go to the cinema if it's playing in the cinema. That's the only movie playing. I will watch it ten out of ten times. It's just fun. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. It's so much fun, man. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, my number two is going to be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. There you go. Um, for me, it might even be better than the first movie, man. Um, this isn't a comic book movie, right? They did not set out to make a comic book movie. This is a cinematic piece of artwork for the ages, man. Wakanda's beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Talakon is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um. That one monologue when Angela Bassett is just like, what more do I need to do? Like, I've done, gave everything, right? So good. Straight so fire. Good. And you feel her, man. Yeah, yeah. You want to goosebumps. give her everything. You gave everything. me goosebumps right now when you reminded me of hey, it. Hey, man, give me the Oscar, there baby. Let's go. Give <laughs> me her can share that bad yeah. boy. But <laughs> like, like you said, man, this is a movie that kind of shows why the villain or the antagonist does what he or she does, yeah, right? Yeah. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was fantastic because you understood what Wanda was doing and why. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It wasn't just like a 
wahaha, I want to rule the world or do something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. She wants her damn kids. Real or not real, what, she what, wants them. She longs for them. Yeah, that's, you know, was she a villain? You know, that's kind of up to you to decide exactly. if she's a villain. Exactly. Right? And that's the same thing with Neymar here, man. Yeah. He is protecting his people. And this movie kind of rhymed, right? Everything that um, Wakanda had, had uh, Talakon kind of had it too. They had the tech, right? They yeah. had their like rituals and their king or queen or whatever, right? They had yeah. their, their their symbol and stuff like that, man. It was a real rhyming to show that we are more alike than we are Green. separate, man. And that's oh, the yeah. beautiful thing, man. I, I That movie was just... Very timely and very important, man. That's, yeah, that that's how you can make my list about being more than just a movie, giving a great message. Gotcha. Yep. That's what that Great. does, man. All right, man. We are oh here. Boy. Oh boy. Number one. Led up to this. Number one. Talk to me, man. Uh, uh, Studio six six six. Get out of here! I totally <laughs> forgot about that movie, dude. And the Foo Fighters movie. <laughs> Oh man! I was just—I forgot who I was just talking to about this movie, man. Like a couple of weeks ago, yeah. And when we we're creating these top, t- I totally forgot about that. Like, talk to me, uh, man. Well, Foo Fighters, one of my favorite bands, uh, one of the best bands ever. Uh, you know, uh, rest in peace to Taylor Hawkins. Yes, sir. Remember? Uh, we got Dave Grohl, who's been around for a minute, and you know, he's a funny dude. He really is. He's hilarious. It always um, has been like it's just, and he's just a, he's just a guy who just enjoys his life, you know, who enjoys his family, he enjoys making music, and enjoys doing these types of things, uh, and it showed in the movie, uh, and really the whole band was a lot more fantastic than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, uh, I knew it was going to be kind of practical stuff, uh, but even that being said, it was still pretty fun. And it looked good. They they did justice to that genre of movie. They leaned into the campy, weird, yeah, scary, yeah. man. It yeah. was fun. <laughs> it was fun and it was funny. Yeah. Super yeah. funny. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I've uh, I've been wanting to see this one again. So yeah. we're going to be purchasing this one here soon. Oh, wow. Give me an old Blu-ray on this get, guy. Buy you a good old VHS copy yeah, of VHS. it, man? Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is one I, I've had on my mind for a while, and it's going to be my number one for the year. Dope. Yeah, man. What you got? We watched that early on. That was like first quarter, that was, right? That was pretty early, yeah, yeah. Good deal, good deal. Number one. All right, man. Um, My number one is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, wow. Did you catch that? I have not. Bro, this is a perfect I have not. movie, that, man. That, that's kind of like your your TV show list. Yeah. Some of these movies are my list because I end up watching more TV shows than I do movies. Sometimes. I got you. I got you. So this is a perfect movie. <laughs> and by that, I mean it has everything you want in cinema, man. Um, it's a love story. Yeah. There's action. There's drama. There's family intrigue, man. There's a horror element to it, right? Um, and it's just a beautifully done movie, and it's timely, and it's telling you a story. But, like, take out all the action. Mm-hmm. Take out all the science fiction, man. And you're left with a film about a daughter who just, just wants to be accepted by her mother and a mother who inquires how her life would have been like if she didn't get married, if she didn't have a kid. Yeah. Um, this is a film for everybody, 
everywhere all at once, man. <laughs> right? Nice, I, nice. I I don't want to spoil too too much about it, but I highly recommend everybody watch this film. So good, man. Good deal. Good deal. All right, team. So that is our conversation about our top 10 flicks. Yeah. JV, we're going to discuss quickly mm-hmm. um, our uh, top three most anticipated films of 2023. But before we do that, man, mm-hmm. uh, let's jump down here and just give me your overall thoughts and ratings Oh, wow. On 2022 in film, man. It doesn't have to be anything long. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, a five-page essay. Just your overall thoughts. This, this year brought us uh, quite a bit of science fiction. Yeah. Lots of science fiction movies. Um, from the comic books to just tunes to all that stuff. Uh, it was all right. Okay. It was all right here. Um. I definitely enjoyed, like I said, the, the ones I put up here and a lot more of them. Uh, but I don't know if we had too many that were really going to stick out for the year. Yeah. You know, you got some years, some decades that have some movies that just never get terminated. That's, that's, that's forever. I mean, 2008, we had Tropic Thunder, yeah. Iron Man, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Probably one of the best years of cinema yeah. ever. I mean, it, I mean, just those three movies alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we had a few this year as well. Uh, but overall, man, uh, we saw a lot of movies. We talked about a lot of movies that weren't part of this year. Yeah. Um, but the year as a whole, like I said, it, I, I don't think it was nothing that's going to be. This year's not going to be talked about for a long time. Gotcha. Few select movies are, but if you were to I'd, give twenty twenty two a rating as far as buckets of popcorn, what would you give it? How many buckets? Uh, about we had three buckets of popcorn for that year. Pretty, pretty, pretty you. solid year, but yeah. nothing wild. I don't think. What about you? This year, man. Um, overall thoughts. Uh, we got another Batman movie. We did. Nobody wanted it. But we got it, nobody and we really, all enjoyed it. really didn't want it. Yeah. Nobody wanted that movie yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> but we got it, and we all enjoyed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it blew our minds with how great the movie was. Mm-hmm. The fact that we got a detective film instead of, like, a beat-em-up yeah, yeah. action, you know, spectacular movie. It was more dark, somber, neo-noir is yeah. the, the, the term, right? You're right. We got a lot of sci-fi, man. A lot. And I love that so much. Same. Um, <laughs> give me the funny. Yeah. And I love dark humor, man. We got a lot of that across the spectrum in a lot of the movies that we watched, man. I'm, I'm, I really wish we would have got more solid comedy movies this year. You know, comedy is one of the hardest genres. You can do a, you can do a, anybody can do a quick, slasher film yeah because people will go to a slasher film as a date night and just call it a day yeah that's yeah. how slasher films make because they're gonna your girl's gonna be close oh, to yeah. you whatever or your guy's gonna be close to you whatever and right. they're gonna be like oh I'm scared whatever so it's a good easy money thing Agreed. comedies man I honestly don't know if there's been a 
better comedy since like The Hangover. And I know that's tough, but like that's comedy gold. Well, Comedies are tough to write, man. So, so with The Hangover, they did a great mix of funny and a little bit of action. Yeah, enough to where it wasn't over the top, but it didn't get boring with just like dialogue. And I think that's where your line is, right? You got to have, you got to have stuff to keep you entertained in between the funniness. Yes. You can't just be funny. I want to see funny. There was funny during those action scenes. Yeah. Okay. Like, Chow was literally all my man. Like, like that was, that was, that's considered an action scene. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But it was funny throughout. So, yeah. all the chase scenes and everything, man. Comedy's tough, and I wish yeah. that there w- was more. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. Oh, we yeah. did get a lot of poignant, time, timely films. Um, that tell a story and, and, and the reason why the writer and director did this movie at this time, yeah. right? And there's probably a lot of good stuff that flew under the radar. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, we can't watch we're, we're talking 20 movies right now between the both of us. Yeah. Out of no telling how many that we don't even know about. A lot. Yes. It's hundreds, a bunch. Hundreds and hundreds of films. So man. I'm sure there there's some in there that are probably better than all of these. Yeah. They, yeah. Just, they just don't have the budget to do what they do. And that's how it goes, right? Yes, sir. But I will say this, man. Off the strength of Maverick, Top Gun Maverick, yeah, um, Avatar Two, uh, Wakanda Forever. I keep forgetting Avatar came out like right there at the end of the year, did, right? Yeah. And um, I, I, I think Babylon, even though it's got like horrible at the box office, it's going to be a movie that's remembered for a very, very long time. Off the strength of those films and a couple others, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's a beautiful scene. Um, This year, I give it four buckets of popcorn, man. This was a better year than 2021. Agreed. And I think, uh, you know, it brought, especially with the strength of Top Gun Maverick, it brought people back into the cinemas, man. That was definitely this year. We started with Top Gun Maverick. We ended with Avatar, man. People are in the theaters again. And, you know, like, that's all me and you get really care about right i love people in the theater man that, that's important yeah, yeah. to make i don't want everything to go to streaming i love walking out of a movie and just being like that was a good movie that was awesome yes that's all i want that's it i don't want to walk out and be like that was, that was the worst thing ever that's how you walked out of megan right even though you know that's enjoyable at the same time Sometimes that Megan was that movie. <laughs> it was like it was enjoyable, but I walked out. My walk, wife walked out. And we're like, that was not not the greatest movie, <laughs> but I still enjoyed a good watch. I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Real quick, man, before we uh, wrap up this season, what are your top three movies you're looking forward to? This year, 2023. And you know what? Uh, Just give me all three and I'll give you mine. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, obviously, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Here we go. Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Dude, I'm actually <laughs> looking for It's not on my list, but I actually am looking forward yeah, yeah. to that flick, man. Yeah, There's some there's some pretty good ones coming out. Yeah, excited. Yeah. Um, For me, Oppenheimer, uh, another Christopher Nolan flick. I'm there. Done. Right. Enough said. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. You know, this might be the most insane Ant-Man movie yet. And with John yeah. and the Majors as our big bad baddie boy. So good. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dune 2. 
Dune Part mm, Two. Yep. Uh, you know, we just did Prisoners. Uh, Denny Villeneuve uh, returns in the world of Dune, and looks like this movie will be even more stunning and beautiful. Yeah. And I, you know, I get to stare at the beautiful Rebecca Ferguson for three hours. Like Ooh. I'm not, you know, Ooh. opposed to that ever. So those three movies, man, are going to be fantastic. Really excited. You got a couple of runners up there. Uh, Transformers is my runner uh, up, dude. Is up there. What about uh, you? Ghostbusters Afterlife Two. They are doing another yeah, one yeah. though. I knew they were going to do a sequel. I, it is coming to, this year too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really excited, man. Well. And obviously, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be dope. So, oh, yeah. All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through all the movies of 2022. At least the ones that we liked, hated, and, you know, that. <laughs> Next week, we'll be discussing absolutely nothing. Uh, we'll be back here in a few short weeks, team. Some brand new pods, some amazing guests, and some good movies. And some god-awful movies as well. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to all our socials. Keep up, keep up with us. Season 5. Oh, yeah. Like always, team, I'm Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.